Today, I am joined by Heather Richer, the president of the Association for Short-Term Rental Homeowners. And if you haven't heard of this before, it's because it's just being launched. So I've invited Heather along to talk about Astro, what the philosophy behind it is, and how you can join and why you should. This is the Vacation Rental Success Podcast, keeping you up to date with news, views, information and resources on this rapidly changing short-term rental business. I'm your host, Heather Bayer, and with 25 years of experience in this industry, I'm making sure you know what's hot, what's not, what's new and what will help make your business a success. Well, hello and welcome to another episode of the Vacation Rental Success Podcast. It's your host, Heather Bayer. And as ever, I am super delighted to be back with you. And with Labor Day now over and into the fall, nights are beginning to draw in. And we've just cancelled our trip down to Gulf Shores for November. We don't think the border is going to be open in time. But we are holding out hope for February and March. We're keeping that booking and I really want to go. I want to go to the Vacation Rental Women's Summit in New Orleans in February. So please, COVID, go away and let's get this back to normal, sort of. I know it's not going to go back to back to normal as we know it, but uh, it, it would be very nice if we could have our travel restrictions loosened up a bit and uh, allowed to travel a bit more freely again. So fingers crossed, keep the masks on, wash your hands, all the good stuff, and we will get there. So I'm really pleased to help announce the launch of the Association for Short-Term Rental Homeowners. Uh, That is Astro, that is happening today. And I am talking to Heather Richer, who is the president. And Astro, as you will find out, is it's a nonprofit. It's about professional development for homeowners. You know, not so much property managers. Well, it got me thinking that a couple of years ago, the Vacation Rental Managers Association, VRMA, created a program, a professional development program for property managers. And it's, it is a great educational program and it takes them through every aspect of the business from marketing and operations and guest relations and owner relations and housekeeper relations and, and finance and all those, all that good stuff that comes together to create a well-rounded and professional property manager. But there's nothing really out there for the homeowner to follow through on their professional development. It's becoming more and more important that we have something like this in place as our business is really growing. You know, COVID has brought so many new guests, so many new travellers that haven't experienced our type of accommodation who are doing so for the first time. And we want them to have the best experience ever. The other thing we're noticing is that all the new entrants into the business, people who are investing in properties right now, people who are looking at buying a property and becoming a host right now, 
need education. And you know, you know how strong I am on education. Vacation Rental Formula is an educational platform. We produce educational programs. But the time is right. And as, Heather, as you'll hear from Heather Richer, that she, she feels that the time is now for a more structured approach to professional development for homeowners. So that's what Astro is about. And I am delighted to be uh, contributing to it um, over the next few months and hopefully years. And I want to bring Heather on to tell you why she and the other members of the executive leadership started up this association and uh, tell you what it's all about. So without further ado, let's move on over to the interview with Heather Richer. Today I have with me Heather Richer, another Heather. Always wonderful. Always wonderful to meet another Heather. Heather Richer from the Association for Short-Term Rental Homeowners or Astro, Heather? That's right, Astro. Wonderful. Well, we're going to be talking about Astro a little bit and why you're about to launch it and what the philosophy is behind it and how it's going to support homeowners. But first of all, Heather, tell me a little bit about your background in the short-term rental business because it's it's quite extensive. Sure. So I've been in the lodging industry my whole career. And so the last three years have been primarily just only short-term and vacation rental. But I really need to answer that question by talking about the whole team, the whole Astro team, because combined we have over 50 years of lodging, hospitality, short-term rental experience, which makes us sound maybe elderly, but that's, you know, four (laughs) or five of us combined. (laughs) And about 20 of that is short-term rental. And that ranges from running our own home uh, as an individual owner who's self-managing to working for property management companies. And then uh, what I bring and a few others bring to the table is working in the technology side of short-term rental and overseeing marketing technology, marketing platforms, distribution, and connectivity. So yeah, prior, prior to, to short-term rental, I guess just a little bit more about me, I was uh, VP of distribution and revenue at Kimpton Hotels, part of IHG. And so I've been involved with other associations as well, many other lodging associations throughout my career. So I'm, I'm viewing the world and our team is viewing the world through the lens of the entire lodging industry and what do homeowners need? Yeah, and and it's it's interesting if you if you look at I mean where do where do homeowners gather? Uh, Facebook mostly, right? And there's just so many groups. I cannot believe now how I mean I've got my own group, the business of short term rental and property management, and then there's the really the large large groups, the Airbnb groups, the HomeAway groups, and then there's Say No to VRBO and short term rentals and just whatever it it just seems like you know any play on short-term rentals and vacation rentals and that will come up with another facebook group but with the volume of those and other forums and communities what do you feel is lacking in the support that's offered to short-term rental homeowners at the moment yes that's exactly what our research showed and why we decided to start astro is because estimated the market size right is an estimated 10 million homeowners around the world And they're all trying to talk to each other. They're all trying to get an education and find resources to help them. But it's so fragmented and cluttered. And 
you know, the, again, going back to the homeowner is this critical stakeholder in the lodging industry. And what we realized is, you know, why is this a problem? And it, and we believe it is like the biggest problem to solve. That is our goal is that we solve this problem of homeowners don't have a neutral place that is unbiased, that brings accurate expert information, resources, and professional development. And, you know, that is at the core of what we're doing. And so the, you know, the homeowner audience is defined as someone who aspires to own an investment property. They are in the investment research stage, someone who owns a home and decides to self-manage it or rental by owner. Mm -hmm. And then the third is someone who knows they want to give it to a property manager, but they want to ask questions about what should I have in my contract? How do I pick the right property manager for me? And so keeping the organization focused on the homeowner makes our mission really clear. And like you said, that's who's talking on Facebook. And this platform we selected solves just that. It keeps that community of homeowners together, Mm -hmm. gives them the confidence they're talking to experts and they have access to resources in an organized manner. And then not only is it about the fundamentals, but the platform and the community helps keep all new trends and updated information relevant. So that is really the core of it is all those Facebook groups and it's not working. You know, from my perspective as, as a property manager, you know, we, we manage yeah. in my company 160 properties and every single day we talk to new owners and they don't have a clue. They, they don't know what they're looking for. They don't know what the questions to ask. Mm-hmm. They're new to the industry, but they've already decided that they can't do it themselves. Yeah. And often, often we'll take on an owner and they say, well, I'd love to do it myself, but I have no idea. And we'll say, well, try us for a year, mm-hmm. get into it, learn it. But still there's, you know, when they say, well, where do I learn it? You know, there's, there's books yeah. around, you can go on to, you know, you can buy a, a a gazillion Kindle books. <laughs> Make your next million on air. Your book, right? <laughs> My book, which was, yeah, the last publication date was 2007. And I cringe now when I look at that and look at the market. <laughs> which it changes, right? So fast, too. Yeah, I, I decided not to redo that because a, a book does go out of date within within months, actually. So yes, I, I love this idea. And you you said one thing is professional development. Now, mm-hmm. I know that VRMA created a path to professional development and courses that people could go through, but you have to be a member of VRMA and it's expensive and it hits topics that really don't involve yeah the homeowner. So there are other training organizations out there with a variety of, you know, college, university, whatever you want to offer as as whatever they like to call themselves. But there's no real accreditation or any organization behind them that is backing them to say that this is this is good stuff. So is that something that you'll be looking at doing, you know, not not just having every training course available or all sorts of education available? but vetting it and screening it and making sure it's it's correctly delivered? That's exactly why we made this a not-for-profit too, is because to make sure we can take a neutral position and bring in the best, most accurate information without getting pulled in any biased direction, right? Any corporation that is trying to do this ultimately has a good intention, but they're going to be looking out for 
what's good for them. So by creating this as a not-for-profit, it gives us that unique place to be able to do exactly what you're saying, right? Vet it, make sure it is the most accurate, up-to-date information, talking about all aspects of the business. So yeah, yeah, to that point, that really ties to exactly why we are a professional development society association. We're not a trade association. That's a good, good thing to clarify, actually. Trade associations you know, are focused on government affairs, really taking the lead maybe on lobbying. We're a 501c6, so we could do that, but that is not our goal. Our goal is professional development, and we'll work closely with trade associations or, you know, government affairs leaders in our space, and we want to have engagement with our members and educate them on government affairs or regulatory conversations, make sure they know about how they can get involved if they want to. But we're not positioning to take the lead on actually like talking to city council and things like that. Yeah. And there are some really good and growing organizations out there now that are taking that pathway and concentrating on that one particular thing. So I I like the idea that you are just, you're focusing on homeowners in the Mm -hmm. first place and the professional development of homeowners in the second place. How much do you think that homeowners want professional development? Yeah, I think that's a great question. And it it certainly varies. But our position is, you know, safe, secure, profitable investment homes and hospitality and stays for the homeowner, the guest and the vendors and the industry. So another way we think about that is those that are thinking they can do this without having a safe home, Mm -hmm. you know, making sure they have the right insurance, they understand cleaning requirements, really just basic fundamentals of hospitality. I think over time, they won't make it right because they may end up getting bad reviews, things like that. It it just, you know, over time, these things sort themselves out. But our goal would be that we're here for those that have the right intentions to do the right thing if they're self-managing, but also hold their property manager accountable. Mm -hmm. You know, they're educated. So now they can ask the questions. And to your point about certifications, that would be a goal is if we can get there. So we think about it too, in terms of if we're providing the education and it can actually be professional certifications, that really starts to resonate across homeowner benefit, right? Because especially if this could evolve to, they get special tagging in distribution channels. They get to put some kind of, you know, stamp of approval that this is this is something that's been vetted and they've passed, then the guest sees that, right? And the guest has the peace of mind and the confidence and then ultimately a better experience. And then I think the key here is that short-term rental, vacation rental within the lodging industry improves kind of our consumer trust index. Ultimately, we have safer homes and then institutional credibility improves as well. So that's that's just that 100,000 foot view of the world that was I just wanted to make sure I talk that through with you. Yeah, that's good. I mean, we've heard that that word fragmentation has been with us since well, I've been in the business for 25 yeah. years and fragmentation was you know, 
No, no yeah. two places are the same. They're not run the same. You know, unless unless they're with a property management company. But if a homeowner's out there doing that, you know, who's to know if you go to property A that it's going to be presented in the same way as property B? And if you have a problem, it's going to be dealt with. And you know the. I mean, and everybody who's yeah. listening to this, I'm <laughs> talking about it. And it, you know, there's there's so many elements that come in here. And I remember talking to Tammy Sims from Properly at length about you know is is there a place for standards? For, for some form of standards in this industry that we can we can all adhere to and how would that be distributed and agreed to and it's uh, there's one of these conversations that's going to be going on yeah it'll still be going on in 10 years time I'm quite sure because it was going on 10 years ago well and you think about so I compare in the lot in the hotel world you've seen consolidation right like Marriott bought Starwood. And, but even you, it kind of trickles down when you view the, just like the, the hospitality industry, airlines are very consolidated, right? And so they can move the needle on things like standards or even charging like baggage fees, mm-hmm. you know, like one did it, they all did it. And then they were able to move the industry so that the consumer perceived that as fair over time because they all did it. Hotels struggle with that you know, because they aren't quite as consolidated, though that's changed and the brands have gotten bigger. Then you come down to short-term and vacation rental, right? Like, wow, <laughs> it is, you know, they're, that, it's a challenge. And so moving everyone, I right, eyes wide open, It's it's hasn't been easy and it will continue to be a challenge, but it is the on the roadmap, right? Where we need to go. And, and the idea of verification is is not new. I talked to Chris Morm, and I don't know if you've come across Chris Morm from IPRAC. Yes, I listened to that, and I would love to talk to him. I haven't yet. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. I mean, that, that's verifying the yeah. property. And I, I love this idea because, you know, we all have if, – if you've got a badge on your website that says – this property has been verified and you can click and, and it's got a number. You click on that, yeah. it takes you to the verification that says we, we have verified that this property actually does exist. I mean, that's a huge benefit. And I, I love that idea. But now we're sort of talking about, yeah, let's verify the owners and see if they are meeting, you know, meeting the, those expectations that and those differing expectations that guests have. Yeah. And, and I, from talking to the government affairs teams a little bit, again, like I think these conversations are changing all the time and certainly COVID has accelerated the conversations around cleaning, for example. Right. But they, will this lead to any kind of legal requirement that will tie to some type of certification? I feel like that's a really big question that will be interesting to watch. And not that we want more hurdles, (laughs) <laughs> to be able to run our business, right, and be entrepreneurial, but ultimately, will that be for the betterment of, of our space? I don't, I don't know. And then taking into account, of course, the, the, the diversity of, of properties. You know, I, I talk to people all over the world, and I have a property, and I mention it a lot. It's, you know, it's a seven bedroom property, but to reach it, you go down a dirt track for, for, for 10 miles, you get on a boat, you go on the boat for 15 minutes, and then you get there and there's no Wi-Fi and there's no cell signal. <laughs> that, and compare that to the, the massive properties I see when I go down to Gulf Shores and Orange Beach, for example, you know, mm-hmm. sitting on the beach, if they, they've just got to send a text and somebody would be immediately round with an extra roll of toilet paper. The, the, that diversity. 
Right. And, and it adds that layer. Like you said, how do you have a standard? Mm -hmm. right? And, and maybe it's, it's not that it's, it's really clear on, you know, is it safe? Right. What, what is the definition of safety? How does that vary? Cleanliness, the definition of that. And what is hospitality, right? Like, can you get more toilet paper immediately? <laughs> is that, is that something that's debatable? You know, where, where are those core areas that we should focus on? Yeah. Interesting. The toilet paper one, because if you're stuck out on an Island property, okay, let's, let's just turn to back to homeowners and, and what they're going to get out of Astro. What are the biggest issues facing homeowners? Let's go back to basics. What do you feel the biggest issues they have on their agenda at the moment that they'd like to be addressed, that they'd like to learn about and become more knowledgeable about? So we actually have this broken down into 10 categories based on, you know, looking at Facebook, what people are talking about, also looking at the technology that's emerging to solve the problems. And so combining those two, we've distilled it down to 10 categories. And I can just review those really quickly for sure. you. So insurance and safety, how to market your property online, legislation and public policy, income analysis and financial tools, pricing and revenue strategy, door locks, smart home solutions, house cleaning and maintenance, selecting a property management company, home design and staging, and then guest management service sales reviews. Mm -hmm. So after, you know, we've, we've played around with these a lot over the last few months, you know, making sure we, we encompassed everything and packaged them in the right way. So on the platform, you know, you can go to this area, engage in the conversation with others in the community and also experts in these areas. And uh, we believe with these 10, we are covering what are the, the topics that homeowners are most concerned about. Yeah, that seems pretty comprehensive. And I know you, my, my eyes lit up when you said, you know, cost analysis or the financial side of it. Yeah. I think for many owners, unless they are that way inclined, that is a tough one, you know, and mm -hmm. to do the right forecasting, to understand the expenses and look at things like nightly rates and use all those acronyms. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the ADR and the ANR and OTA, of course. Um, that people don't quite understand and and hate to ask because they feel that they're showing some form of lack of knowledge if they don't know. Do you know it was it was only about four years ago, and I've been in the in this industry for 15, 16. No, it was maybe it's been a lot bit longer. Been in the industry for about 18 years, I think, before I really understood what OTA actually stood for. <laughs> Well, I, you know, I remember when, yeah, you know, I was around when booking.com launched and for hotels and hotels went through the like pushing lower rates and cannibalizing their own site and a whole direct book journey in, in lodging, you know, and what hotels went through. So it's really interesting to see these conversations happening in short-term rental. Well, yeah. And you, you pick on a subject I'm really passionate about and that's book direct. And mm -hmm. within our company, we now are 100% OTA free. We don't use any other channels except for, for our website and the book direct show coming up at the end of September, yeah. which has got 50 speakers talking about this topic. Yeah. So I can see that the features that you have there, the way you've, you've spread those out, 
how much that would help people who are going that route. And, you know, that they're coming away from having the big platforms managing everything for them and now thinking about doing it themselves. So, uh, so out of that list that you just gave me, which do you feel are the biggest issues that a homeowner is facing? So I think you're right. Um, what we call, you know, investor financial analysis, income analysis tools, that's just such a big conversation. Mm-hmm. And you have, you know, real estate agencies, you have like the data providers, and it's such an important one too, as someone is deciding on a home to buy. What also ties here is understanding that the home you're buying can be qualified as an investment property, short-term rental. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's a lot of layers in this one and we want to continue to bring experts and people together so that there's this, that toolbox, right? Like you said, don't be afraid to ask. We don't know. Even myself through this process have learned a lot about the real estate side that I wasn't aware of. So um, I would say that's one. Then the other one, you know, depending on where you fall, right? Like if you run it yourself, if you hire a property manager, that, that one's important to you, the income analysis and financial tools. But then you get into, if you're hiring a property manager, you're caring less about, you know, the actual marketing and operations and knowing all the ins and outs. But the other one that I would say is important to everyone is the legislation and public policy, right? Because whether you do it yourself or you hire someone else, if suddenly it's illegal for you to have that home as an investment property, you know, that's going to be an issue for you if that was income you were counting on. So I'm not sure that answers your question, but I guess that I would say that's like the general. I mean, for, for sure, because I, I like the fact that you, you're also focusing on the people who aren't yet in the business. Yeah, um, and it's crazy. I mean, anecdotally, those that are wealthy, you know, are doing well through COVID typically, right? You're seeing and are there more people buying second homes? So I'm really curious to see if there's stats on that. Anecdotally, it feels like more people are buying second homes as investment properties. Locally here in in Ontario, yes, that is the case. If I, I mean, we, we are getting three or four inquiries every single day from you know, people saying, I'm just about to close or I'm out there looking at the moment and give me some advice on what I should be should be looking for. Mm-hmm. And, and sadly for many, and you tied that into legislation, sadly for many, they do buy something without doing the due diligence and the research and then find after the fact that they can't rent it out or there are limitations or restrictions that is going to severely limit their income potential from it. So just being able to get in there when these people are you know, ab- about to kick off and yeah. in, the, in the research and looking phase, because I think a lot of the information out there is for, for those who have already bought, they've already decided they're going to rent it out. Maybe they are going through the platforms at the moment. They're going, they've done Airbnb and now are sort of wanting to learn a little bit more, but to yeah. actually get in and get them into professional development at the very outset. I I see that as as hugely important. You know, we have courses. um, We're launching with two courses. One is how to price. Mm -hmm. So that is clearly targeted toward the self-manager, you know, homeowner who's doing it on their own. The second course is technology, work smarter, not harder. So also geared towards, there's so many new providers. How do you create a tech stack? that works for you. And it is interesting how, like you said, if someone starts on Airbnb, 
you know, at some point, are they looking to find efficiencies? And then having one place where you can get a view of how the integrations work, what all these systems are capable of, is hard to do. There is not one place. So that course we feel like, and these are both going to be just one week power courses. But to your point about the investor course, that one's high in our list, but we do want to make sure to take the time to bring in the right experts to develop that course. And maybe that's a four week course. Mm-hmm. You know, so if someone is really make, wanting to make sure they get it right, they see it worth their time to take that yeah. kind of class. Yeah, ab- absolutely. I'm, I'm writing a couple of articles for, um, the second home at the moment. Um, okay, great. Yeah. And one simple one was, you know, the, the 10 things, 10 questions you've got to ask a realtor. Because I, I know this from, from my own experience that choosing the wrong realtor can have really far-reaching yeah. negative impacts. And then the second one I just started on this morning, which I love this topic, is where to go. Where do you find it? You know, is, mm-hmm. is it remote? Is it nearby? Is it uh, urban? Is it a rural town? Is it mountain? Is it beach? Is it nature? Because, you know, at one time, the vacation locations were out on the beach. And now you've got the most obscure places that are hugely in demand. So, so yeah, yeah there's, there's so much there in, the, in, the whole, in that whole investing, investing in a second home space. There's just so much in there for people yeah. to learn. And I've been, I've been out there. I'm sure you have. Yeah out online looking for what's there and there isn't anything. Well, just staying on what you said about questions to ask a realtor. So as we've been trying to find out where are these resources, right? So we went to National Association of Realtors. So uh, NAR has a second home certification. So a real estate agent can have the second home certification. But what we're realizing is that doesn't necessarily qualify them to truly help you with short-term or vacation rental needs. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, we've been talking to another company called Rolio, which is really trying to dial that up, right? What are, yes, yeah, second home is a fundamental uh, real estate skill, but now there's this next level of short-term vacation rental. And yeah, you're exactly right. I mean, the wrong real estate agent, I think, is just detrimental. <laughs> my experience was oh, way back 20 years ago and, and buying my first home here in, uh, here in Ontario. And I was in England and, and all we had was an old real estate paper with the pictures of the realtors on it. And I just chose the nicest looking guy. <laughs> <laughs> and then I came across and he's, I should have known because I got in his truck in the back, you know, that there's fishing rods and there's hunting gear. And, and he's showing me all these places that he would love to own. <laughs> 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 I to him, well, could I rent this? Oh, yeah, no problem. You could rent this. And then I said I wanted to see a river property. Oh, no, no, no. No, you'll never rent a river property. Everybody wants, they want to bring their big boats to the lakes. And I've since, I since found, well, you know, shortly after that, when I started the research, that actually when, when people are renting a property, you know, maybe four or 5% of them have a boat, <laughs> let alone a big <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> that they can swim in or fish in and they certainly don't need these massive lakes so uh, that guy taught me a lot in terms of what a realtor should Mm -hmm. not be and in terms of what you've got to ask if you're you know if if you're going to invest and could have again could have made a big some big big mistakes so coming back on um, astro then 
I have to bring up Avroa because people are going to compare it with Avroa and they're going to say, well, what happened to Avroa? And I guess since I was a member of the board of Avroa, (laughs) I, I I should speak to this a little, although we have not got to a stage of really deciding where it's where it's going to go there were a lot of um, a lot of issues that caused avroa to go into oh, what would you call it uh, just just a state of suspension for a short while not least of which was that our leader uh, april salter had her property in mexico beach that was mm-hmm. completely destroyed or several properties in mexico beach that were destroyed with um, hurricane michael in 2018 and she has only just nearly two years later, just opened up one of these properties again. So it's taken her two two solid years yeah. of being on site down there, not just rebuilding her homes, but she's she's helped rebuild the community. And and she also runs an extremely busy PR company mm-hmm. in Florida, which is at at state level. So yeah, I can I, I know that Avroa took a back seat and then because it was all volunteer run, you've got to have that leader in place yeah. that's going to keep your volunteers tied in. Yeah, it was a fantastic idea and I think executed uh, pretty well up until Hurricane Michael came along. But what Avroa was doing and what it's what it started with was a listing site and sort of a membership style listing site and um, Rod Fitz, who founded it, his idea, his his guiding idea was that um, there would be a verification for properties and owners and some standards that they'd all aspire to. So when Avroa moved more towards becoming a nonprofit and more of a community-based style of organization uh, with educational components as well, it's mm-hmm. it lost a little bit. Well, lost quite a lot for many of the signed up members because they they had expected that listing component too. So when I looked at what Astro was doing, I immediately I thought, oh gosh, this is the same. And then I began to see, no, this is more. You know, this this, this direction of professional development. It just seems to me quite the different direction. Can you speak to that? Sure. Yeah, I think, you know, because our our research started with this, what do they need? You know, this problem of these homeowners looking for information. And so we actually, the team, the, the Astro team started with, well, is this a company? What is this? And then that's when we stood back and we said, what is the lodging industry? You know, so these homeowners are a stakeholder. They're not going away. And, and with COVID, I mean, they're in the hot seat, right? We are in the spotlight. Which are, and this is like, I mean, not to be too, you know, on a kind of rant here, but this is our time. <laughs> like, this is our moment. We are outperforming hotels. So if we're going to make something of this moment, we need to act now. And what it came to is this, you own a home. Your home could be on Marriott Homes and Villas, right? But at the end of that, there's still a homeowner. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if we go with these trends that there will be more branded property management, hospitality management companies, they're not going to, they're going to stay asset light. They're not going to own all these homes, right? So at the end of that, there will still be a homeowner. Then you have, you know, the technology. The other trend is the technology is empowering those that want to self-manage to do it as a side hustle more efficiently, or to buy three or four homes and maybe then eventually graduate to become a professional property manager. 
there's that scenario too, right? That, or they just, they like their three or four, they're very profitable staying as a small owner, running their own homes. You know, and then the third trend is the consumers, right? And that's what's powering our success right now is consumers want to stay away from crowds. If they're embracing that digital nomad lifestyle where they can work from anywhere, that midterm stay is emerging, you know, 30 days, two months where they can go and work from wherever and they want a home. They want a residential stay. So I'm not sure I'm, I'm answering your, your question related to Avroa, but it's a different time, I think, too, right, than maybe when Avroa started and what was happening in, in the space. So though I, it's been so helpful to talk to you, Heather, and then we've talked to some others, too. Maria um, is someone else we spent some time with learning about Avroa and trying to, to see what we could do differently that would we could learn from. Mm-hmm. But also recognizing it's a different time yeah. and there's technology we can use to create the community and different trends we should tap into to make sure we're moving the industry forward, you know, to help the homeowner. So that might've been a lot, but. <laughs> I, I think you said exciting. it's a, it's a different time. And we, we touched on this right at the beginning when we said that things just move so rapidly in this industry, you, you've got to keep up and, you know, a, a, a period off, you know, somebody takes a, takes time out for, for six months or a year, they're going to come back and it's an entirely different picture, particularly like your focus on technology, because there is so much of it. I, I'm a bright, shiny object person. So if something new comes across my radar, I'll just, yes, I'll have that too. <laughs> my tech stack is is to the roof and beyond. And, you know, I know that at some point I'll just put something else on top and it'll all come toppling down because it doesn't, it doesn't all tie into each other because there's nothing out there that tells me, you know, I don't necessarily need to know exactly what to have, but I need to know what I should know before I buy. That is the, the, the big thing. Absolutely. And like, what is your, what is the makeup of your guest? Right. And so what types of things, what technology would help you with those pain points and that not, not the same tech stack fits everyone's needs, but the the other watch out there with any technology ecosystem is when you invest in it, making sure you're using it to the fullest capabilities, right? Because there's nothing worse too than having technology and only using like one little piece of capability, you know? So in some ways, technology can overlap capabilities and you have to decide what system you want, what function from. But when you get it, right, you are a well-oiled machine too, and it's beautiful. Well, I think if if Astro can definitely cover that off the tech stack, then it's it's you know that that's that's a great first offering. So uh, tell us a little bit more about the structure of the uh, organization and um, and how people can find out more about it. Sure. So for homeowners, um, we wanted to make sure it was affordable easy to access and wanted to make sure people could come on in and try us out. So as part of our launch, there's a 14 day free trial. It's $10 a month or a hundred dollars for an annual subscription cancel anytime. So, you know, people can come in, get what they need and move on, but we're also offering things that would help make it uh, worth their while to stay different discounts and incentives on technology or services. Um, For example, we have a partner who, as a member, we're able to offer you a discount on FedEx, right? Mm -hmm. Or just other things that might be helpful for you to run your business. And 
again, trying to meet all those audiences, right? Investing, self-managing, or using a property manager. So yeah, we have an email newsletter. So if you want to learn more, uh, come to astro.org, A-S-T-R-H-O.org and sign up for the newsletter um, so you can learn more about us. But there's low risk to join today. So to just to pop in there and start being a part of our community, sign up for one of these two classes we're launching here in September and October and check us out. So just tell me a little bit more about the community. What about the community aspect of it? So in the community, you uh, are identified with your own personal profile. So once you're in, we know who you are and you have access to these different topics. So you can communicate in the group setting. You can also see who another member is and message directly with them. So there is some social media community building, but the layer on top that really adds fuel to the community is the organization. So unlike Facebook, where it's just a a steady flow or feed of people trying to have conversations, This is helping you package up a conversation about a certain topic that then makes it easy to sort through. We'll also vet experts to be able to boost articles or how-to videos on certain topics so you can easily find that. You know, and our team is dedicated. So I, I do think that's worth mentioning what you said about AROA. Though we are in the process of building out an advisory council that will be volunteer The team at Astro is dedicated to running the organization. Mm -hmm. So with any association, you have the team that runs the administrative function. And then you also have the business experts that are typically volunteers on boards or, you know, advisory councils that inform the roadmap, right, for the industry. So we're in the process of making sure we have both. The the full-time administrative function continues to be done well. But then we bring in industry experts like yourself, Heather, that can help inform what our priorities should be, that we get the roadmap right. Well, I, w- I really wish you all the best for this. It, as you say, it, the ti- I think the time is right. It's th- this year has been, I keep calling it an outlier, but I'm, I'm not sure it's not the foundation for what's to come. I think that's, I think that's right. We, we, it's like we're blowing it up and um, it's our time. Mm-hmm. So we need to take advantage of it. Introduce so many more people to this style of accommodation. And, exactly. You know, taking them away from hotels and resorts. Yeah. Communal, no, communal um, recreation and, and giving them their own space. And I think this is great for us. Yeah, I, I would say we absolutely have successfully stolen share from hotels, market share from hotels this summer. Mm-hmm. And as the data evolves and matures and the hotel and short-term rental data comes together, I think we'll see that. And there's so much activity in just all areas, you know, the data, the technology. So it's exciting and fun time to be in short-term vacation rental. Okay. Just tell me about the launch then. Sure. So September 9th, we are officially launched. Um, Our doors are open today. So you certainly can come check us out and sign up today. But September 9th, um, we'll have the classes live. So you can begin registering for classes and our, you know, our full press release uh, goes out. So uh, September 9th is today, (laughs) I think, as you're watching this. Then from there, we're uh, going to have a live event on September 22nd. So 
come check us out. And then if you're still not sure, you'll be able to come to our live event on September 22nd to hear from us directly, hear from some of our launch corporate partners directly, and also hear from some of our inaugural homeowners. And yeah, so we hope we hope to be in touch and we're going to be here. So, and we'll continue to look for what are the trends and the, the greatest needs of this homeowner community so we can help them with their professional development. Well, I will put uh, links to everything on the show notes. So you will be able to go to the show notes and find um, Astro, but you know, it's easy enough. A-S-T-R-H-O.org. That's right. <laughs> Heather, it's been an absolute pleasure talking with you. And uh, and I, I am looking forward to contributing to Astro and talking to you at length again in the future. Love it. Thanks for um, welcoming me to your show, Heather. I really appreciate it. Not at all. Many thanks, Heather, for joining me and talking about the background to the Association for Short-Term Rental Homeowners and to give us some idea of what the association is going to be about, about the community, about the path of professional development that they're going to be offering. And I think the the price point is just great. And I love the idea that you can get in there now for 14 days and just take a look around for free. And then it's only $10 a month or $100 a year and you can cancel out at any time. So it's that's a bit of a no-brainer for me. I love to see these new initiatives coming along from people that are so seasoned in not only our own industry, in our short-term rental industry, but in the wider industry of, uh, of hospitality. So within Astro, it's, it's not just dedicated short-term rental professionals. There are people in there from the hotel world and other hospitality industries. And I think that's really important to get these different perspectives and bring them in and to provide a foundation for a professional development network. So head on over to the show notes and you can go and see a little bit more on there about the different topics that are going to be covered in Astro and, you know, the different, maybe the different experts that you are going to meet when you get in there. Okay. That's me done for the day. I I came off that interview actually and spent, oh gosh, another 40 minutes or so talking with Heather. And it was such a good discussion just about the industry, about the fragmentation of it and about standards and about how we do need something to bring it all together and to come away from just this mass of different Facebook groups and forums and, and fragmented communities and bring some structure into it all. And that's exactly what Astro is about. So hopefully you'll find something useful in the show notes and uh, you'll go and check Astro out. So did I say that's it for me? I did. I think I did. And I sort of carried on. So now definitely that's it from me for another week. And thank you for joining me. It's been a pleasure as ever being with you. If there's anything you'd like to comment on, then join the conversation on the show notes for the episode at vacationrentalformula.com. We'd love to hear from you. And I look forward to being with you again next week.